sound? Hare Krishna, is there no sound? Send me a message, please, that the sound is okay. Hare Krishna. Okay. All right. So, um, table talk is about things that I think are important. Um, about things that I think that are needed on that should be high on the agenda of our movement and i think that uh, uh, living on the land is is something that Srila Prabhupada desired uh, self-sustainable communities and i feel this is somewhere an area where we are lagging behind. Uh, living off the land, protecting the cows, these are things where uh, more should be done than has been done. So yesterday I spoke a little bit about our Prema culture effort in Radhadesh, which I became part of. And, uh, and I think such efforts of, of growing things, living in a natural way, are, are very, very nice. So I hope that, uh, yeah, that we can take that. Um, yeah, other areas that I feel that are really important. Um, um, I also f think that when Srila Prabhupada came to the, uh, the Western world and began to preach and establish Krishna consciousness, that, um, um, that in one, way, one sense, um, Lord Chaitanya uh, was there, but in the public presentation, a little bit in the background. Yeah, more in the background than we would see in Bengal, um, and at least in Mayapur and in in East Bengal, we are seeing everywhere, everywhere worship of Lord Chaitanya, um, and uh, the um, the Godias, the Godia Mat was preaching in the Bengali community. And naturally, they were preaching about Lord Chaitanya because Lord Chaitanya was, was very, very known in Bengal. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, he was saying that one should uh, first read the Chaitanya Bhagavat and then, uh, and then Chaitanya Charitamrita, and then Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, and like that. Whereas Prabhupada, would say first Bhagavad Gita, first, uh, first, uh, and then Srimad Bhagavatam, and then uh, 
Chaitanya Charitamrita, and so on. Uh, because in the Western world, uh, Prabhupada went down to the basic philosophy of Bhagavad Gita. Um, when I first came to India, I saw on the streets in India a beggar who had died, and people all were all thinking that they wanted to help to do something to save his soul. So they all gave some money so the body could be burned. Um, and everyone thought that when I, that the soul had exited of the body and that the soul was still there and that something should be done to benefit that soul. So that was the common understanding in society. Uh, in the society where where I came from, um, maybe a, a few people who had some uh, religious background uh, might think like that, that the soul continues to live on after, after death. But most people uh, would think, well, at, at death, it's all over. Uh, that is the predominant uh, worldview now. Therefore, Bhagavad Gita um, was, was the message that is needed. Um, the message about uh, the soul, the eternity of the soul, that the soul is not destroyed when the body is destroyed. So Prabhupada spent ample time, uh, ample time establishing uh, the f that we are not the body and that we are eternal spirit soul. Um, uh, of course, Prabhupada also spoke of, uh, gave lectures of Chaitanya Charitamrita and so on. But before he could really speak about the, uh, the extraordinary mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in a, in, in a large public way, he had to, he established Krishna. Um, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Um, he is the speaker of the Bhagavad Gita. Um, scriptures establish Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and so on. This is how one begins with, a, uh, with people who have no prior exposure. Yes. Um, I think that uh, I would like to contribute to the um, to spreading the fame of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, um, I think, especially within the movement, it is a very important thing. Um, um, somehow or other, I am coming from the Holy Dhams. Um, I grew up in, in Vrindavan, spiritually speaking, and uh, and I saw in Vrindavan, I saw um, a great focus on Krishna and his pastimes in Vrindavan. But uh, all these pastimes, they were too high, too too inaccessible. Uh, the love of God, of the gopis, was unattainable for me. I didn't have such love. So I realized that I need the mercy 
of Lord Chaitanya. And it is a fact that we all need the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, very much so. And without that mercy of Lord Chaitanya, how can we possibly uh, attain success? But even the mercy of Lord Chaitanya um, is sometimes difficult. So we need the representative of Lord Chaitanya, uh, particu who's particularly Srila Prabhupada, and, uh, and somehow or other connect with him. Uh, Prabhupada, if there's one verse that would describe Srila Prabhupada, it's Yaradeka Tarakaha Krishna Upadesh. Uh, whomever you meet, instruct them about Krishna. Uh, that's very much so. So we are, uh, in this way, we are um, also trying to do so. Whomever we meet, let's just instruct them about Krishna. Um, but then Krishna consciousness sets a very high standard. Uh, we follow four regulative principles, which are not uh, mild principles, because, okay, no meat, fish, or eggs, that is socially challenging, right? Uh, no gambling, okay? No intoxication, not even coffee, tea. I mean, these things are so mainstream that... Uh, Wherever we are, we, there's nothing we can eat. There's nothing we can drink. Uh, practically, most things are are contaminated uh, with some meat product or with uh, in some way or other. So we very carefully uh, read labels and uh, and select a few items. So it's uh, and then no illicit sex. So these things are are difficult. So it's a, it's a high standard, and then there are many more standards. Uh, standards about humility, standards about tolerance, standards about uh, austerity, um, standard about being truthful. Um, so many high standards, and then, yeah, no divorce, and, uh, and, and here we are, human beings. Right? So we, uh, we find um, a great a struggle between uh, the human side in us and the, uh, and the, spiritual, uh, the spiritual ideal that we're supposed to be. Uh, and uh, yeah, how can we uh, come up? So that's where Obviously, mercy is needed, um, and that is where we're turning to. So we turn to Lord Chaitanya, praying for mercy, and we also turn to Krishna, praying for mercy. Uh, sorry, not when we turn to Srila Prabhupada, praying for mercy, and our spiritual master for praying, praying for mercy. Um, because we need that mercy. Mm. Yeah, we need that mercy. Somehow or other. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. 
So all of us can somehow or other uh, try and, uh, and preach Krishna consciousness. Um, and it, because that's what Prabhupada, what's most pleasing to Prabhupada, then we can get some of that mercy. Anyway, this is something, um, the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, and the need that we need the mercy of Lord Chaitanya, that is something I want to highlight. And that is why I want to write about Lord Chaitanya, or why I spoke about Lord Chaitanya, so that uh, we can, uh, yeah, so that we can do something to, uh, uh, to get our, uh, <laughs> our, uh, so we can make it, right? We can bridge the gap, the bridge the gap between where we are and where we're supposed to be. I mean, that is, uh, is needed. Um, that mercy is needed to bridge the gap. So that is one thing, one uh, that, that I'd like to highlight in the world and to the community of devotees. And uh, I'm writing uh, for that, that we, we need this mercy. I need to seek out this mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Okay, so uh, let's see what else um, is important to me. Um, um, what else is important to me is that we um, develop the, uh, the ashrams. Uh, there are four ashrams and brahmachari, uh, Grihastavana, Prasta, and Sanyas. And uh, when we first, when I first began with Krishna consciousness, um, there was not much uh, consideration about the ashrams at all. Uh, now we can, uh, we have more knowledge about the culture of, uh, of the ashrams. Okay, so we got interrupted. Um, what to do? The, uh, yeah, it's challenging to uh, work with the internet. Um, yeah. So, I was talking about another point that is important to me, and that is developing the ashrams to, uh, to at least understand better uh, for ourselves what are the principles we are living with and fill in uh, the ashram, not be so much on automatic pilot, but make a more conscious endeavor to uh, shape our life. Uh, ashram has uh, each ashram has various codes and it's necessary to embrace them uh, like the uh, Grihastha ashram 
uh, deity worship is recommended and uh, and charity is is recommended um, to and to invite guests in one's home and to regularly to feed people to have some some programs at home so um, invite sadhus uh, have some kirtan uh, or um, if there are no famous great so just invite the devotees have some kirtan have some prasadam right? or invite a senior Vaishnava at home whenever the opportunity arises so such things are uh, are very uh, are the dharma of the grihastha that will um, inviting the Vaishnavas in one's home uh, will bring so many blessings in one's life and one should again and again uh, do so yes Um, the uh, yes then we are uh, thinking about uh, uh, yes the Grihasta ashram uh, should be charitable to the other ashrams uh, especially to uh, support the brahmacharis so that they can just be aloof, uh, so that they can live a simple life dedicated in preaching. Uh, the sannyasis, they are driving a mission. The sannyasis, they are uh, they're guiding the brahmacharis in that mission, but the sannyasis are meant to uh, drive a mission on the one hand and on the other hand they're also meant to be deeply absorbed in spiritual practices uh, meant to uh, be austere live simple uh, where it is uh, feasible and uh, living simple is 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 good but also depends on what one has to do. If one is on a high pace, uh, flying around the world and doing many, many, uh, uh, many preaching programs and so on, uh, then that is physically very taxing. So then maybe uh, the, the cheapest of the cheapest flight may not be the most uh, wisest approach. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm wearing Ralph Lauren. Is it? Uh, I do. And it's, uh, and it's old. <laughs> I've been wearing it day in, day out. Right, and uh, this is the third winter. I'm wearing this as my sweater, and that's it. It's the only. I have a hoodie as well, right, which I wear on top of it in the morning when it gets really cold. 
Then I have a few coats, yeah, because I'm in a cold place right now. Uh, I have a few hats, yeah, and uh, so, yeah, I am. Uh, It's nice. I like it that there's someone who's challenging me. I maybe needed that. I'm not talking a lot of waffle, my dear friend. I'm living it. I'm living my talk every step of the way. Yeah. I am. I'm living this life. A life of being, you know, being a devotee, trying, trying to live a life of spreading spiritual consciousness with the world. That's it. And you can take it or leave it. You can dismiss me as you like, but. I'm walking the talk. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's a, behind the talk, there's a lot more than, uh, than just, uh, yeah, it's not just about wearing beads about the neck. It's also, uh, it's about getting up early in the morning. Um, I got up. I got up in the morning, I took my cold shower, although it's cold, but it does give, uh, give a boost. I've been chanting, and in this way, uh, and not just for a day, but for yeah, the bulk of my life, right? So in this way, uh, what can be said? <laughs> it's interesting. And the guy's wife must be so sick of him in surprise that she's left him. It's very interesting mm. that I have a few trolls on, the, on YouTube today. Mm. Welcome, trolls. You can... You can bite, you can bark, and spit venom, but you have to live a life of purity to, for it to, to really mean something. Otherwise, you're just, uh, it's just envious talk. We are real. We're not just dressing up for a uh, play. We're living, we're living a life by principles. And the result is there, you see. You get, uh, you get a different quality of life. You can also try. Anyway, so. Cold scours are not so important in the grand scheme. Of the, oh. Yes, they're helpful, but they're just a small part of a routine. That's right. You got it. This, the cold showers are just a small part of a routine, but they're helpful. Helpful for 
for keeping good health, helpful for the immune system, and part of a life in the mode of goodness, which is the foundation of our life. The chanting of the mantras, that's the essence. The chanting of Hare Krishna, that is what it is about. Okay, one sec. Oops. What's going on? Monique has deleted the troll messages. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I uh, a few trolls. <laughs> I don't mind trolls so much. I think trolls are probably lonely people that uh, that are suffering, and as a result, uh, when. Uh, a troll is someone who is having, having such a hard time that he wants to take it out on others. So I can't, uh, I can't get too upset about trolls. <laughs> but I'll go back. I'll go back to something more positive. Um, so in order to uh, bring in something good, let's bring in some, some scripture. Uh, uh. Oh, I have here. How should one observe the vows like Purushottam? There are three kinds of transcendentalists. They are Swanista, Parinista, and Nirapiksha. Observing vows like Sri Purushottam Adikamas are meant for Swanista transcendentalist. Uh, the Paranista devotees are eligible to observe the vows of Purushottam in Kartik and so on, as instructed by their spiritual master. Through their unalloyed propensity, the Nirapaksha devotees honor Prasadam and engage in hearing and chanting the holy names of Hari day and night, according to their ability throughout the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know what parinista exactly. Uh, parinistita. What is that? I have to quickly look at parinistita. Because I can't. Mm -hmm. Spoken Sanskrit. Go to, there's a nice Sanskrit dictionary found spoken sanskrit.org and it's really good and you can just uh, check it out on spoken sanskrit there's parinistita okay translate accomplished Completely, okay. It, parinistita means accomplished, completely skilled in, or uh, acquainted with. See? Cool, huh? <laughs> there we are. There are three kinds of transcendentalists. Uh, they are swanista. So, the swanista is uh, the devotee who is completely satisfied 
within the self and who is completely absorbed in his, in his real transcendental consciousness. That's not me, but there are such personalities. The Parinistita is a devotee who is accomplished, but who is maybe not perfect. And a Nirapeksha is a devotee who is uh, detached. So observing vows like Si Purusotam Adhikamas are meant for Swanista transcendentalists. Uh, so the Purusotam Adhikamas is taking place in the Vedic uh, moon calendar. And uh, just as in the solar calendar every once in a while, there is an extra day in February. In, uh, in the, uh, it is necessary to, uh, um, yeah, it is necessary in the Vedic calendar to make up the calendar in relation to uh, the difference between sun and moon, then every three years there is a Purushottam Adhikamas, an extra, uh, an extra month added in to make up for the, uh, for the differences in the, uh, in the soul, in, in the, in the calendar. And so this Purushottam Adhikamas which appears every three years, is, an, is a time which is, is recommended for performing uh, spiritual activities. And it is considered to be uh, quite auspicious. It is said, uh, observing vows, like Sri Purusottam Adhikamas, are meant for Swanistha transcendentalists, devotees who are fully realized. The Parinistha devotees, the devotees who are accomplished in their practices, uh, these are the Madhyam Adhikaris, and the Swanistha is the Uttam Adhikari. The Parinistita devotees are the Madhyam Adhikaris. They are eligible to observe the vows of Purusottam Kartik and so on, as instructed by their respective spiritual teachers. Through their unalloyed propensity, the Nirapeksha devotees honor Prasadam and engage in hearing and chanting the holy names of Hari day and night, according to their ability throughout the year. So the Nira Peksha devotee uh, is, uh, the Nira Peksha devotees are devotees that, uh, mm, interesting, Nira Peksha devotees are devotees that are not uh, affected by um, external things and that just remain uh, absorbed in their own practices. So this is what spiritual life is about. Um, so whether we are, uh, so the Nirapeksha doesn't need to uh, do anything uh, special because the Nirapeksha devotee is already absorbed every day and to uh, as, as much as possible in spiritual activity. So Purushottam Adhikamas is particularly an opportunity to go deeper. Um, and uh, mostly we're dealing with the Parinistita devotees who can follow 
the uh, the devotees that are established in the process and are following bhajana kriya regulated devotional service and they can uh, take advantage of the uh, of this uh, of this march <laughs> okay let's see I, I don't know how i got all the trolls today It's interesting. The thing is, why would I listen to somebody who talks so much but isn't even aware of what he's saying? Isn't factually, he's just making it up as he goes along. That's what really annoys me. Mm. Well, I read just from Srila uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, my friend, from his, his book, Jaiva Dharma. So Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is, is an established... Uh, is an established acharya in a bona fide sampradaya. And then by following such teachers um, who come in a line of teachers, the knowledge that one is given is based, is giving is based on scripture. So as I'm speaking, I'm not making it all up, but it is coming from, uh, but it's coming from the, uh, from scriptures. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, a day of trolls. So, my dear troll, right? It's, uh, there is, you have no faith. You have no faith that it's that there is a way out of your misery, but there is, right? There is a way out of uh, out of your misery. Uh, um, you can actually, uh, you can actually become uh, transformed. It's possible, and it's certainly childish and immature to just reject something without trying, Mr. Troll. Therefore, uh, your words are not meaningful if you are uh, uh, your words are not meaningful because you should uh, you should try Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness is based on an ancient tradition. It goes back thousands of years to Krishna. It is uh, it is um, um, it is based on on scriptures. These scriptures. The Vedic literatures are um, are establishing themselves um, as uh, they give their their history of the universe. They give their understanding of how everything is connected to the Supreme Lord. And there are great sages. There are great sages who are. Uh, connected to uh, 
to these scriptures, who've given their lives and living by them, and they become self-realized. So somehow or other, this knowledge came into the Western world. We had no idea about such things. The Western society is a great experiment, an experiment of, uh, of just trying to find a way of life. We have built uh, a world based on technology. It's a great experiment. We don't know what it will do. We are using chemicals, we are genetically engineering. Uh, the, uh, we have no idea how nature will interact with all these things. Scientists are studying the melting polar caps and so on. Uh, where are all these bushfires coming from? Uh, now a virus. So uh, what is the cause of all these things? And has our big Western world, which is a big experiment, has that actually uh, something to do with all the problems that are there? A lot of people are asking these questions. And that's logical. And a lot of people are answering these questions and saying, obviously, obviously, uh, some scientists speak about the... Uh, the Anthropocene, that currently in the, that history, throughout history, there are different geological layers. So the different geological layers that exists in the earth speak something about the time we find an era, about dinosaurs and da-da-da-da, Pleistocene and whatever. Now we are in an era which, uh, which, anthropologists and geologists have identified as the Anthropocene, that it will be visible how mankind had a particular impact on the planet. And that in the future, in geological layers, it will be possible to see right, in the Earth. So science is studying the effect of the modern experimental culture of uh, that we have today. The Vedic culture and Vedic knowledge offers us a different culture. Um, a culture which is more harmonious with nature, which is not in, uh, is trying to uh, live in a non-destructive way with its environment, and where the focus is not simply to increase one's power and possessions and one's enjoyment in this world, but where the real goal of life is a higher goal, where the real goal of life is to attain a, a relationship with the Supreme Lord, a relationship of love of God. And this relationship of love of God is not only for God, but his relationship for his creation as well. One becomes the well-wisher, suridam sarvadehinam, of all living beings. And in this way, uh, in this way, one comes to a better state of consciousness. Yes. And instead, 
And this is something that all the trolls can think about. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not worried about uh, trolls. Uh, I have an answer uh, to, to such negativity. And I thank you for, uh, um, for giving us a chance to speak about that. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, I don't know where you all came from today. <laughs> it's very interesting that we had so many of these uh, personalities suddenly. <laughs> Some could not take the trolls. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, it's not nice to have the trolls. Uh, but where does all this envy come from? Uh, ultimately, all the envy um, is there because people suffering. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's not necessary. We don't depend on smoke. Uh, we don't depend on drugs. They're not needed. Um, it is actually, there is something better than drugs. Right? One can just chant, just early in the morning, when the world is asleep, rise, take your bath, and then chant, chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And do it every day. And it's just amazing. It is just amazing how much, uh, how much, uh, power that mantra has. Um, the power of drugs is nothing compared to the power of the Maha Mantra. The power of the Maha Mantra is, uh, can alter the consciousness. And that is, oh dear Mr. Troll, what uh, you should try but you are afraid. You will not do that. Uh, you have chanted half the mantra, Mr. Ram Rao. You should chant the full mantra. Hmm. Yeah, maybe a few hundred years ago, I would have been hung, probably not hung for witchcraft, but maybe burned for witchcraft. But that doesn't mean that the society of a few hundred years ago which was a witch-hunting society, was a healthy society. Uh, witch-hunting is another uh, symptom of, of extremity and of a diseased state of mind. It is said to see that a lot of people are psychologically damaged in the society today, and that equally so, people were damaged in historical societies, uh, not that the past was ideal, uh, but the truth is something you should try. Preaching uh, is, is when one tries to uh, communicate a higher message, um, 
a message that comes from a higher source. You think you are damaged when you hear me speaking. I understand that. But the truth is, is that, uh, yes, the truth is, don't knock when I'm online. Um, the truth is, is that, uh, yes, that the fact is, is that you can rise, you can rise above your, your issues, right? you can, if you have the courage to try, to try and follow this chanting uh, of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and to read about this spiritual knowledge, you'll find actually there is a better world in there a better world than that you know, a better world than what made you hate. And uh, yes, somehow or other, I'm no better than you. Uh, I also came from a, uh, a background like everybody else. But somehow or other, I stumbled over this and recognized this knowledge is very valuable. So I, nowadays with the internet, you have the good fortune that you can Google anything. So once you're done, oh dear trolls, right? With all your, uh, with going after people and trying to throw negativity, um, have a look, have a look, Google and check it out. There is some real, genuine knowledge there that can benefit you. And that is my message to you. And you can take it or leave it as you wish. And I wish you happy days and happy trails on your path. But if you ever desire, uh, if you ever desire to know more about this knowledge, you can always have a look at my videos on YouTube. Thank you so much. And everybody else, thank you also. And uh, interesting, at the day of the trolls. And uh, yes, trolls, anytime we'll meet you again. And uh, we wish you <laughs> We wish that you'll find some nice, uh, um, some deep knowledge in your life that will improve the quality of your life. Hare Krishna.